this is a disclaimer for anybody who is related to me. Uh, this episode is going to get a little wild. Uh, so turn it off now because I don't want nobody in no family group chats to call my mama talking about I'm acting up on the internet. All right. It is what it is. Let's get into it. It's a fuck about a y'all know how it is y'all know how it is it's a little easier for me to post on thursday so i really hope that this new posting day works for y'all because i'm i feel like it's gonna work for me y'all 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 know i ain't never got it together and that it it come out when it come out and i'm trying to be consistent i'm trying to get on track i'm trying to be you know a a better podcaster for y'all okay for for me too but you know so so everybody can get the content consistently Okay, so we're going to get into it this week, y'all. Like I said at the beginning, um, if you're related to me, if you know me, turn it off. If you can handle it, keep listening. (laughs) But uh, I warned you, okay? Now, y'all, as a millennial being raised by a boomer, me and my mama be having some conversations boy let me tell you okay my mom is first of all always asking me why um I ain't got no man you know what I'm saying when I'm gonna get a man uh when I'm gonna pop out some grandbabies so she has some grandbabies all all the typical mom questions which I'm not tripping over you know I don't I don't feel pressured by anything my mom says it's just always funny um because it's like girl you bought this house for 35 cents okay in what 1922 so leave me alone but anyway one of the conversations that me and my mama had this week was because you know one of the things that black people really hold near and dear to their hearts is respectability especially you know boomer and stuff like that so my mom you know one of my one of the black mama phrases is why buy the cow when you gonna get the milk for free i have no idea how we ended up on this part of the conversation um because you know sometimes my mama just be going on spiels okay sometimes she just get up on the soapbox and she just start her 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 little spiel okay and this this time the spiel was uh don't be letting these raggedy negroes get access to you in no kind of way because and you know basically what my mother was saying was don't give it up you feel what i'm saying don't hand it out and the crazy thing is is that like for the most part i don't be giving it up you know what I mean? Like, I don't really date. I don't go nowhere, y'all. Like, when I say I be in this house recording this podcast, that's that's all I be doing. Okay? I don't really be giving it up. But <laughs> there definitely was a period. Because y'all know that part on that song when Lola Brooke is like, I ain't giving out no nanny to no nigga just for fun. Are you dumb? I don't, I don't sing that part too hard because there was a couple of times where I was bored. And I just gave it up for fun. Because, like, what the fuck else was I doing? Absolutely nothing. So, I and I'm not, 
I say this to say that one of the things that I want to encourage people to be more open-minded about, and not that like this generation isn't a lot more open-minded, but you know, everybody and their mama got a podcast these days. And a lot of these fucking new age podcasts are still holding on to these antiquated ass beliefs about intimacy and about sexuality and stuff like that. And it's starting to get really in the way. And I think it's, it's and I think it's really why we're as disconnected as we are and why, you know, this generation feels like they can't find, you know, meaningful relationships anymore. And I think it's because like, not only are these, cause they were antiquated when my mama was doing all which that she was doing. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, I, uh, I, that's what I'm saying. Okay. And I, I don't be, I'm not putting nobody business out there, but I got a whole bunch, a whole bunch of family members, uh, who got kids by people that's not their wife. They got kids by people that's not their husband. They got kids by people that's not by their longtime partner. And it's a whole bunch of kids. And I'm, I'm, let me put that emphasis back on that word, y'all. It's a whole bunch of kids, not just in my family, but that's why it was called the baby boom, y'all, because they was fucking. And now there's so many of them out there because of the product of that fucking motherfuckers wasn't wrapping up. They weren't pulling out. And now it's all these goddamn baby boomers out here making our lives live in hell. Because somebody was fucking, and that's what I don't understand. Like, the, the fact that boomers hold on to this idea of respectability. Meanwhile, we had to name a genera- an era the baby boom because all they were doing was laid up in the house fucking because of economic downturn. It's really wild as fuck to me for them to get up on their soapbox and be like, oh, well, ain't no man gonna buy the cow if you, if you get milk for free. First of all, bitch, who was a cow? Okay. And second of all, bitch... No, I'm not going to say that. Okay, look. Here is where I think the conversation needs to go, y'all. Because I think, like, the our generation, the generation that I'm in, you know, millennials, and the generation that's close to me, Gen Zers, we are considerably more positive about sex, considerably more sex positive, excuse me. And I think that, you know, especially so to benefit, you know, the the, the end of of. of rape culture and I think these two things tie together because you know women who are seen as virtuous and as pure and as and as they are as chaste you know they, they are seen as chaste that is often you know like a shield like oh well if you act in a respectable manner then you know people won't approach you disrespectfully right and I think that that's a slippery slope when you start saying like oh well you have to be pure and you have to be virtuous and you cannot be intimate and woo 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 like that's a slippery slope because it's like oh so now I can only be respected if I'm pure and chaste so that means and and because like when I say respect I mean like treated like a fucking human being you know what I mean and so that respect like I said is a slippery slope you know what I mean because then those women who are not virtuous or not viewed as pure and as chaste you know quote unquote are then you know seen as well 
they're giving it up anyway, they might as well continue to give it up. And I think that that's, that has been used as a justification in many cases for that type of sexual abuse. Like, well, she was giving it up anyway. Like I heard she fucked woo, 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 and woo, and, and woo, 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 woo. And now we're using it, you know, as a justification to continue to abuse and manipulate women. And I think oftentimes, like, especially, you know, being a person that was raised in an era that had like limited physical boundaries, like it it makes it difficult to develop a positive relationship with sex. And I'll be honest, like I, I, I love my parents. Absolutely. This is not me in any way bashing my parents. Love both of my parents. But I had like, you know, I think sometimes parents don't understand like, you know, the the, the slippery slope. And I, y'all, this is my favorite phrase this episode, y'all, the slippery slope they create when, you know, they... When, when they take stands on some specific parts of a child's life. Like one of the things that I really grew up with was like when I went to like family's house or if these were like my parents' friends or something, I had to give them a hug. And if they were family, you know, you got to let them get you a kiss on the cheek. And I, in general, I don't really like being touched. And I don't, I especially like really affectionately, like I really do not like being touched. But because I grew up being like, oh, well, I have to let them, like, it's rude if I don't hug people. Like, I had, for a very long time, really, like, blurred physical boundaries. Like, you know, men would want to do, like, they would want to, like, you know, men just doing men shit. So I, like, when I was in college, you know, I was fucking around with this guy who, you know, like, would always want to, like, touch me or, like, get me to, like, do something to him or whatever. And I, it was just, like, so wired in me that, like, oh, well, it's rude to, like, reject somebody's physical contact. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, like, so that's kind of, like, how I was hardwired for a while. And I would, like, never, like, so niggas would want to fuck and I'm just, like, I would be like, I would feel so incredibly compelled to do so. You know what I mean? And like, so for a couple, a couple times when I was having sex, like I was just like, let's just get this over with. Like, I don't want to be rude type shit. And also like, because like, be, uh, I, as a people pleaser, in addition to, you know, a person who had a difficult relationship with boundaries, I was also like, well, what if he won't like me if like, I say no to this, you know what I mean? Because that's, that was the other thing, like as a boomer or as a, not as a boomer, but as a millennial being raised by boomers, you know, that a lot of that, um, relationship with those parents, it it was sometimes kind of emotionally withholding. And so I would like try to emotionally regulate myself so that, you know, they wouldn't be mad or they wouldn't be stressed or anything like that. And especially because like I was, I was quote unquote bad, you know what I mean? And I think for a very long time, that just meant that like I had behavioral issues. But as I got older, I realized it was because I had mental health issues. And so I just like, there was a lot of things that played into the fact that like, I, I didn't know how to say no to people. I didn't know how to, you know, set back, like, like clear and firm boundaries, especially with men. So I was fucking just the fuck, you know what I mean? And not just saying that I was just out here popping it, locking it and dropping it, but like I was just fucking just the fuck, you know what I mean? And not that, cause I, I definitely one of the things that I do believe when it comes to sex is that like virginity is just like this made up 
fragile ass concept to make men feel like conquerors you know what I mean like oh he he took her virginity woo, woo, woo. because like how does that apply in a society where a lot of women especially are identifying as queer so if I never have sex with a man I'm just a virgin for my entire life you know what I mean or if I never am like if I'm never penetrated, you know, that that just means that I'm a virgin for the rest of my life. That makes absolutely no fucking sense. You know what I'm saying? And uh, in addition to that, I think like, you know, there's also like this big, all this pressure. And I, and, I, and don't get me wrong. Like if you hold, if you have like religious beliefs and stuff like that, and like you, you, you want to wait till marriage or you have like a certain belief that whether it is religious or just like a personal moral or ethical ethical code and you want to you know abstain from having sex until like you're in a relationship or until you're married I completely and totally respect that but I think oftentimes women do that out of a fear you know of uh, of judgment or out of a fear of a loss of control or out of a fear of being perceived you know like one of these fast tail women uh like myself because my mama's called me fast and I don't care okay you know I, I, I was fast tail I was a little hot in the ass especially when I was like younger because I was like well what the fuck am I supposed to do you know what I mean like how do I relate to men because one of the things that I found especially really early on is that like I can't have I was not having conversations with men you know what I mean like I wasn't talking to niggas and so like when I would go over there and you know we doing a horizontal tango it's like because we it ain't shit else that we can do right now like I would try to have conversations with them about the things that I was interested in and I'm getting like oh that's what's up you know they're not able to participate thoughtfully in these conversations so I'm like okay might as well hand over that box you know what I mean and not to say that that's a negative thing, because let me let me just place the emphasis on that again. Like the fact that I had a difficult relationship with boundaries was definitely something that I worked through in therapy. So don't this don't feel bad. But I what I am saying is that those relationships that I did have with men were the only thing that was exchanged was sex that absolutely does not contribute to my value as a person or as a human being. And I think all too often, you know, especially when it comes to the older generation or, you know, these men on the Internet with these damn podcast mics, they're tying, you know, your worth to, you know, the your, your body count because they have absolutely no idea how to participate meaningfully in, meaningfully in relationships other, you know, than being a con and that's you know why I tie this back to the conversation that I or that what I was talking about earlier about virginity like it really just makes men feel like they're conquerors to say like oh I took her virginity so you know when they engage in the act of you know taking someone's virginity or having sex with a woman who has never had sex before they they view that as a like an exchange of power so men are not really wanting that because they 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 really are so dedicated to the idea of having a woman with a low body count they're I, they are dedicated to the idea of them having the power in the relationship because i have stated on many on many many occasions especially black women they don't want power okay they don't want to be, or no, they do want power. They don't want to be alphas. They want to be white. You know what I mean? And that sense of gratification that it came out of, you know, white men colonializing and imperializing and, you know, raping and pillaging and stuff like that, that, that is a feeling that 
a lot of men want to align with because you know it's a it's a it's a powerful feeling you know what I mean like that is often why men have these outdated beliefs because they want that 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 powerful feeling and the other thing right so when it comes to like sex positivity you know and I think oftentimes because like y'all y'all we we get the point people need to be more sex positive there's absolutely no nothing wrong with like you know having sexual relations with people and you're not in relationships with them like there's absolutely nothing wrong with like you know having sex out of marriage like this these should not be reasons that are used to like belittle people or assess their worth but one of the things that I think we do need to have a conversation especially within the space of sex positivity is how like the space of sex has always been set up so that like men are very very aware of like their own like pleasure you know what I mean what I will say about like my sexual experiences because this all ties into sex positivity y'all like sure you know it we we, we definitely need to to do something to affirm women's right to know you know be sexual beings and to show up you know in spaces where you know there is an exchange for sexual gratification you know what I'm saying like we definitely need to affirm that and I, I as a as a city girl myself you know I there is absolutely nothing wrong you know with getting that head getting that bread and then leaving <laughs> But anyway, y'all, so in the realm of sex, but in the realm and in the space of sex positivity, in addition, you know, to power dynamics of sex and things like that, I think that, you know, sex as as a conversation, especially as, you know, as as a culture, we often focus on, you know, the, the, the part of sex that is men's gratification, especially, you know when it comes to the concept of virginity like I mentioned before like this allows men to view themselves as conquerors you know as 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 takers you know as as holding the power and often you know women don't necessarily benefit from that and because of you know the feelings that people have around sex and the people the feelings that people have around women engaging in sex women never really get to decide or to find out and explore you know what gives them pleasure what brings what brings them pleasure you know what is pleasurable sexual experience with a man looks like and that is often what creates you know these unbalanced relationships you know what I'm saying because if you fucking and the only time you come is like maybe once in every 20 times you have sex but oh best be motherfucking way or best know it that that man is getting his he getting his rocks off every single solitary motherfucking time and I think sex positivity in in that space needs to like further affirm that like not only do women have you know the space and the right to be sexual beings and to participate in the exchange of sexual gratification but women should do so in search of their pleasure only they should do it selfishly you know what I mean I did an episode a while back about like oh what one night stands or you know friends with benefits or whatever the case may be like uh, what was it called like hookup culture or something like that it only benefits men right and I said that because like I think we also need to stop the part of misogyny that views women as like oh these creatures that need to be taken care of because a lot of women are standing up and being like nah nigga like if we fucking you nut on nut we all nutting in this motherfucker <laughs> I love that for them absolutely love that for them but I still think that there is a proportion of women who are afraid you know to necessarily seek or participate in their own pleasure however that may look because you know 
of that power dynamic and that's this is what i be saying because like i have definitely had sex with men who are like um who like I, I i've had sex with men who only ever want to have like sex in one position because it feels good for them or you know men who want me to be the freakiest nastiest bitch in the bed when i tell you like they want you to pop lock and drop it they want you to do a split they want you to hang on to the seal of the stealing fan and go around in a circle and drop and do a split on the dick like when i i have fucked with those niggas too where they want the absolutely freakiest nastiest oh just like they just want to oh they want to they want to treat you okay but then you know they only want to provide penis you know what I mean like that's not reciprocal that's not an uh uh, uh, that's not an equal relationship you know I'm over here I don't have to sign up for yoga so that I can be flexible because every fucking weekend I'm getting twisted like a pretzel but you don't even give head my guy what in the what twisted kind of mindset is that and that's the thing because like the perception is that men who sexually cater to their women are also weak for some reason you know participating in the process where you know well this is only for her pleasure and like penetration i guess is for everybody's pleasure who the fuck said that who the fuck said that and that's what i be saying because like while i have definitely had you know interactions with men where they were a little bit more focused on my pleasure it definitely took like time like you always got to teach a nigga how to do something oh but best believe he know how to get his shit off he 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 know how to huh, how how to bust you down like best motherfucking believe that and that's what i be talking about that's what I be talking about. Fuck cows and milk and getting shit for free and men being still being fucking misogynistic because they're lonely and, you know, that that's just kind of besides the point. I, I definitely think that, you know, the, the current version of misogyny is just a product of the fact that men have not forced themselves to evolve despite the fact that men women are taking them to task and holding them accountable for their views and their beliefs and choosing not to engage with them you know that's aside from the point I think sex positivity you know and and viewing people as human beings despite the fact that they're participating in, in sexual intercourse or whatever the case may be it is what it is but the fact of the matter is is that every part of the sexual process is aimed at benefiting literally only men and that's why I'm like if you're the type of person who can take charge and can like participate in this process and have it be open and you know really feeling as you want it to be like you 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 can but you he's smacking your head against the wall and he breaking your tv you know what I mean because that's the kind of shit you want if that's how you can show up in the process then obviously that'll benefit you but I think addition in addition to the conversations that we're having about you know women not being able to achieve sexual gratification we have to start having those conversations about the fact that men are just fucking selfish you know what I mean they're just selfish and I think like a lot of sex because like people got on Gabrielle Union's ass all those years ago because she was talking about because like she did not say that she ate ass she just said that anything that my partner does to me I should be willing to do to them because sex is about reciprocity you know sex is about you know both partners being open being honest being communicative feeling comfortable and I I think oftentimes in you know at least for me in some of my sexual experiences like I was just like well I'm here (laughs) so uh we might as well make some shake and that I don't feel like and and like I said I have already worked this out in therapy so like I, I don't I'm not doing this to garner any sympathy or anything I'm just saying that like you know having to learn for myself you know like what 
sex could look like or feel like or what kind of sexual relationships that I wanted to participate in has also given me the enlightenment that like it is set up like this way it is set up like this on purpose you know what I mean like and I have like I have definitely had positive sexual experiences and like where I'm like, oh no, yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm happy to be here. Like I, I, I am an excited and a willing participant and <laughs> you know, that's just kind of how it goes. Like you have some good ones, you have some bad ones. But I also think that like a considerable amount of women will tell you like my first time was terrible. And like, I, I also like, you know, have to like, finish myself off after I have sex because like my man does not know how to make me come or whatever the case may be because like men fucking suck and a part of the uh, a byproduct of that misogyny is that they really like men be wanting to fuck but they just want to masturbate and use your body that's it like you could have fucked your hand sir like what did you need me here for I I really did not do much in this process <laughs> you know what I mean and often you know especially when I'm talking to like because I have and, and I've got male friends who are like you know I I try to be like more um what is the word like conscious of like if I feel like my girl is like you know have being pleased or something like that or like I try to ask questions and like that's it like I'll be telling you I'll be saying that on the podcast all the time like it's all about communication like how are you supposed to know that how is he supposed to know that you want him to smack your head against the wall and break your tv if you don't tell him but I think that comes to like that expanded sexual experience like you know he wants you to put on one of the birthday crowns from Burger King um spin around on the ceiling fan and then do a um a, a flip onto the dick like that's a part of an expanded sexual experience I think for the most part like just being like well I don't know what to do to to bring her pleasure is just because you're only focusing on your own like visual cues are pretty easy to read audio cues are pretty easy to read you know what I mean if you having sex and you look down and she got a jet magazine in her hand clearly you know she's just waiting for you to wrap things up um so she can read the bio on the jet beauty of the week you know what I mean like that's that's a very strong visual cue or you know what I'm saying you hit it from the back you look down and she plans to do cool on her phone like if math is more interesting than the pain you are providing I think you need to have a look at yourself you know what I mean it's just like some of this is just kind of like well you're like I, I can definitely appreciate well like she didn't tell me but like did she have to tell you or like did you have to tell her like what you needed in order to be pleasured or did she just come in like because that's the thing like women come in kind of like knowing what to do like you know what I'm saying you you I mean men will suggest but like how many times did you have to like hint that you want to hit or did she just go down on you or you know how many times did you know you have to teach her how to be penetrated like you don't and that's the thing that's why I'm talking about like the one-sided you know version of this because like I bet you and not to say that every woman is sexually experienced but you know once because I learned when I tell you I learned about sex on the streets you know what I mean me I, I can remember being like 11 years old and all of these kids in my class are talking about like you know sex you know something and I went to public school so there's like a bunch of different kinds of kids in there I was in seventh grade and another girl in my seventh grade class was pregnant so people was fucking you know what I mean I can remember being in a school where like people got caught in the auditorium or under the bleachers or in the stairwell giving head or hand jobs or 
whatever the case may be. So sex was everywhere from a young age, but it was always from the perspective, oh, oh, I bust her down. And it's never like, oh, well, you know, an an experience. And I definitely think kids that are that young have like some kind of warped perception of sex that they have learned from some type of authority figure. But as a grown woman, like men still feel very similarly or they be very similarly in sexual encounters as someone you know who was just learning about sex and I think you know that's because of like I said the fact that misogyny in and and the patriarchy has skewed you know sexual experience and like the perception of sex to be you know an exchange of power like you know everybody knows the double standard I have sex, I'm a hoe, you have sex, you know, you, you the man, you him, you know, you, 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 hemi neutron. I don't know what the kids are saying these days, but we all know about the double standard. And I think that within that double standard, we need to start having conversations about how like women having expanded sexual experiences and owning their sexual pleasure, you know, are, and that sexual liberation advances us all you know what I mean like not only one does not everybody have the same religious beliefs and some people you know do not believe that you know abstaining is in any way you know tied to their like virtuosity or anything like that but there are people who still have religious beliefs that be busting it down (laughs) you know what I mean and in addition to that like you know I think that like clearly people are fucking because people keep having fucking children you know so I think like within that conversation like that honesty about like look people is fucking and it really don't mean nothing because it fucking doesn't you know science has proven again and again that I like you know women don't get loose by having sex you know it doesn't you know loosen up it doesn't you know it doesn't come out like a corkscrew or anything like that it's it none of that is true and I think like those perceptions that are like being pushed especially by like mm, contemporary misogyny and you know those contemporary conversations that still have these beliefs are all because you know nobody was they've never participated in conversations you know where they viewed women as people to begin with You know what I mean? So ladies, you know what I'm saying? If you want to pull a Trina and, you know, you want to be the baddest and, and, and ride it with no hands and a blindfold on, I want you to do that. Okay. Because men would not hesitate, uh, to ask you to do a 360 spin on a dick. Okay. They would not hesitate. And I also would encourage women to like have sex you know what I'm saying? When it is convenient for you, you know, when you choose to do it, obviously. But like, I would say like, you have more positive sexual experiences, like with the men that are more willing to like, hear you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, men that are willing to have conversations, you know, with men that are like willing to um, have those kind of in conversations about expanded sexual experiences because I think often like there also there's also the side of this that's like and here's where it's gonna get wild I told y'all to turn it off like men that want to do just as freaky as shit as you do like some 
there are men who like being bent over by women there are men who you know they want you to play with them the same way you play they play with you like there are men who want to participate in that process as well because you know their their masculinity is not tied you know to the acts that they perform in the bedroom because they are confident within themselves and their sexuality enough no to know like well oh shit you want to be bent over I want to be bent over too or you know what I mean like I I want to have the same like kind of delicate fantasy that you get to have or whatever the case may be like I want you to fucking uh blindfold me <laughs> you know and, and and do whatever like you know and I think that there are or, you know, some men are open to like bringing toys into the bedroom and, and, and like exploring some of those things that are a little bit more, <laughs> I would say like gray, especially for like heterosexual men, because like heterosexual men don't want you to play in ass. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all, but like, come on. It's the year of our Lord, 2023, like, come on. Okay. Like, and I'm not saying that every, like, you are you only have to do what you're comfortable doing and you do not have to like feel compelled to participate in anything outside of that but like come on like you nigga only want a fucking missionary or doggy style or he only won't head and then like to hit you from the back like who's having fun there you know what i mean i i I really (laughs) do want to like get into this conversation a little bit more but like this was just the point that i was trying to make one about overall sex positivity and the fact that not only does it need to affirm like your right to participate in like the exchange of sexual gratification, but your right to, you know, partic- to be that participant that is seeking, you know, only your pleasure. You know what I mean? Because men do it all the time and it, it serves them well. And three, that within that realm of sex positivity, we also need to be open to the fact that, you know, expanded sexual experience means that um I can ask for all of the shit I want and he can ask for the shit that he wants and that a sexual experience has it is only relevant to you and the person that you're having sex with okay so yeah y'all like (laughs) I'm sorry this episode definitely probably went off the rails and very fast but yeah if you're out there fucking keep fucking who fucking cares and for all of my girls, gays, and theys out there, like, do not feel compelled to participate in anything. And definitely, like, don't feel like you don't have to only prioritize yourself because you do. Like, I mean, if you're in a relationship with somebody, obviously, like, you know, you care that they are being pleasure. But, like, as a, if you, if you just fucking and they just fucking, the only person that you have to prioritize is yourself. Okay, because they would prioritize themselves. Okay, so yeah, y'all, bust it down if you want to bust it down. Don't bust it down if you don't want to bust it down. But what I want us to do is stop participating in the conversations that hold us back because they are adhering to a standard that we have outgrown. You know what I mean? Um, That's it, y'all. That's it, okay? So, uh, (laughs) yeah, okay? Uh, Definitely going to be posting more, definitely going to be dropping more consistently, you know, now that we've picked a new day. Um, And I want to hear your feedback, like, you like the episode let me know if you don't like the episode let me know if it's getting a little wild and crazy and you don't know what the fuck i'm talking about let me know okay but yeah thank you so much for tuning in thank you for not leaving me y'all okay until next week y'all know what the fuck it is stay black